Welcome to the Steamboat Mickey Podcast, Episode 3, The Magic Kingdom. Today we'll be talking about all of our favorites at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom, including food, rides, attractions, and special events, while we bring you our insider tips and some Disney secrets. We have a packed show. Let's get started. All right, thank you for listening to Steamboat Mickey Podcast. Uh, we have a full show, and we also have a full house tonight. Uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves real quick and tell us your favorite character that's featured at the Magic Kingdom. Well, I'm Lisa, and my favorite character is Ariel. I love that movie. I've watched it a million times. I used to work at Blockbuster, and I would play it over and over and over again. I knew every word. I am Cameron, and my favorite character is Goofy because I am also a goofy person. <laughs> my favorite character is Donald Duck, and I like him because he has no pants. <laughs> and I'm Al. Pants. I'm Al. Uh, my favorite character is Tigger, and it's because my first trip to Disney World when I was a kid, that was my first trip, my first picture, and honestly, it's the most lasting memory I have of that trip is a picture of me, my mom, my two sisters. We randomly saw Tigger walking through the park and he stopped to take our picture. So for me, I'm going to say Tigger. Alrighty. All right, let's get right into it. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to break down some of our favorites, some of our tips and some of our secrets. Um, what we're going to start with are the restaurants. So our first topic will be the restaurants and Lisa's going to kind of explain the meal plan quickly quickly so you have two types of dining with the meal plan you have quick service which is you just walk up to the counter and you order your food and you sit down and eat it or you have table service where you make a reservation you sit down you have a server that waits on you okay so we're going to start with the table side yep table you want to let us know what what are the table service restaurants at the magic kingdom yep so i'm going to be able to list all of them because there's not a ton um, when we get to quick service, I won't be able to list all of them, but all of the table service restaurants are going to be Be Our Guest, Cinderella's Royal Table, Crystal Palace, Skipper Canteen, Liberty Tree Tavern, The Plaza, and The Diamond Horseshoe. Okay. The Diamond Horseshoe, for people that don't know. So yeah. that's located next to Liberty Tree Tavern. It's not open all the time. It's mainly open in the summer, sometimes in the fall. They will have special events there. So if you see people going in, that, in and out of the building, it's not necessarily because they're open for service. Yeah, and I know they used to have a similar menu, I think, to to uh, Liberty, Liberty Tree. Tree Tavern. It is. On but lunch, I, I think they're, they're actually changing it for when they reopen. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Lunch is a quick service. Dinner is a buffet. And when I looked up the menu, you know, it was barbecue pork and corn on the cob, turkey, okay. similar to Liberty Tree Tavern. And so, Alan, let's start with you. What What is your favorite table service? My favorite table service is Crystal Palace for breakfast. Okay. Because I just like buffets and I like breakfast, so it's a good combination for me. Yeah, so it is a character breakfast and it is a buffet. Mm -hmm. Um, but they do have some specialties like make your own omelets. Yep. They have scrambled eggs. They have meat and potatoes, pancakes, waffles. Yeah. Little mini bagels. Yeah. Yogurt. And the building is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's great inside. And, you know, I just said that my favorite character was Tigger. And, of course, he's one of the, um, I was going to say meet and greets, but he's one of the characters that yep. comes around to your table. 
along with Eeyore and Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. So it's it's some characters that are, are a little bit harder to get to if you're into uh, meet and greets. Yeah, that's true. And you don't necessarily see those characters walking around the parks yeah. either. Is Piglet one of them? Piglet's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron, you like that Crystal Palace breakfast as well. Yes, I do. Did you have another table service or is that really was it is that your favorite or really that's the only my, one you care about that's the only one i care about <laughs> yeah i mean i really like um liberty tree tavern mm -hmm. i love um especially because we like to go for you know 10 to 14 days so it's nice to go into liberty tree tavern at lunch you can just order turkey with mashed potatoes and gravy and stuffing um, at dinner, it's all you care to eat, and it's family style. It is family style. Yeah, so yeah. they'll bring out, I think, roast beef, ham, and turkey, stuffing and sides. Yeah, mac and cheese. You get corn bread. Corn. Yeah, that's one of the benefits of going for dinner is you yeah. get the mac and cheese. <laughs> Whereas when you order for lunch, but I do like to go there for lunch. I like to get the, the roasted turkey with the gravy and the stuffing, and the mashed potatoes. The um, it's just a nice. Right? It's just a nice meal. When, when you're eating a lot of pizza or burgers. Or... Yeah, and they have fish and chips, which is really good. Yes. And it's actually, the restaurant's pretty cool because it's divided into six rooms, and each room commemorates a historical figure. So one of them is about Ben Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, Paul Revere. That's Do you guys cool. think you'd yeah. be able to figure out which one is which? At least half. You yeah. think so? Yeah. That'd be interesting. <laughs> well, maybe we'll try it. Do you know who John Paul Jones is? No. Mm, no. No. Okay. <laughs> Wouldn't get that room right. <laughs> okay. Um, one of the other good uh, table service is Skipper Canteens. Yes, although we've never been there. Yeah. But after looking at the menu, I definitely want to give it a try. Because it's Asian, South American, and African cuisine. Which is yeah, I know they have the... Um, Tastes just like chicken or tastes like chicken. Because it is chicken. It is chicken, <laughs> but it, it it looks fantastic. So it's, it's like a fried chicken with a sweet and spicy Asian sauce. Yeah. Almost like a Asian zing yeah. if you've been to a buffalo chain wings. of buffalo wings. Um, but then they have falafels. They have pot stickers, Thai noodles. They have a whole fried fish, which is right up my alley. They make their own kimchi. Looks amazing yeah and it is one of the um sit downs that obviously is serving alcohol but i i believe they were the first weren't they or maybe no second? be our guest was the first but okay. i think they were the second yeah but now all of them serve right. alcohol so. yeah which is good because if you pay for the meal plan an alcoholic beverage is now included right so if you go to one of these places you're going to feel entitled to a beer or a glass exactly. of wine or a nice cocktail and you have an entire park eliminated you don't offer it so yeah so that's really our take on the table service um there are some others that people like to go to the plaza you can definitely go there for a sandwich or something a little bit lighter um you have a great view of the castle mm -hmm. um, so that that can be a good one cinderella's um royal table is a signature dining so Which that's two two, two credits so that'd be the same as going to two other um Table service. And it's all the princesses. It's a buffet. It's a buffet. Mm -hmm. And it's all the princesses, but it's actually in the castle. Correct. Okay. All right. Um, next, we're going to talk about the quick service restaurants. Um, I know 
for basically all of us, the entire family. Do I speak for everyone when I say our favorite quick service is Be Our Guest? Because Be Our Guest for yes. breakfast and lunch is a quick service. For dinner, it's a table service. Um, and we love going there for breakfast. Yeah, we've never been for dinner. We've never been to lunch. lunch. We've or had lunch. That's true. True. Yeah, we've had yeah. reservations to all three, and then we normally end up canceling yeah. them. Yeah. But, but we have three reservations for our upcoming trip for there for breakfast. Yeah, just for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Right. Nothing for lunch or dinner. Right. And we like to go to the parks a little bit early, um, hit some rides, and then go to be our guests. Yeah. Um, so besides that one, which is an obvious one, I mean, if you look at the menu to be our guests, like... Alan, what do you get from there? I get the croissant donut sandwich. Yeah, and that's going to run, I, I I think that's like $25. Yeah, most of the items are around $25. Um, Alan, yours is a fried donut, and do you remember it has banana caramel sauce? Now that you say it, I do remember <laughs> it. Pastry cream yeah. and chocolate ganache. It's really filling. <laughs> it is. Yeah, so... You know, but it is a croissant donut with some chocolate on it. Um, my favorite is the croque madame, which is an open-faced egg and ham. Yeah, with Gruyere cheese and bechamel sauce. And a bechamel sauce. Yeah. And that, you know, so you're talking $25. So it's very popular for the dining plan. Yes. Because you're getting a lot of bang for your buck because it's so overpriced. Right. Plus the table gets a tray of pastries as Correct. well. Correct. Some cinnamon rolls, bagels, muffins, like, stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Chocolate croissant. Yeah, so that's... We love going there for we breakfast. Um, but besides that, um, you know, one of my favorite quick services is Sleepy Hollow. Um, obviously, you've probably heard people talk about their their chicken and waffle sandwich. Mm -hmm. uh, the version right now is a sweet and spicy chicken on a waffle that's <laughs> a made Belgian into a sandwich. Waffle. Yeah, yeah and, it's, and it is fantastic. It started out... It or at least the first time I had it, it was buffalo chicken. Right. And it was a snack. Was it really? Yep. That's ridiculous. I know it. really good. Because <laughs> right now, because they have the chocolate and strawberry, the Nutella and strawberry, and that's still a snack. But the chicken and waffle is not. But you can yeah, it's it a, as a Yeah, they have the Mickey. And that's a Mickey waffle. So it's different than the sandwich waffle. Because the sandwich waffle is a little bit flatter. Yeah. They don't use the big fat Mickey waffles. <laughs> right. But the strawberry and whipped cream one that is still a snack that is the big fat Belgian waffle style. Mm -hmm. um, it's delicious. Yeah, Cameron, I know one of your favorite quick service we haven't talked about yet. It's the Columbia Harbor House. Yes. <laughs> now you used to get the seafood mac and cheese, right? But that is gone. That is gone. They don't have that anymore. Yeah, so what, what, have you looked at the menu recently, buddy? No, but what I do know is that the food there it has a big range of things from mac and cheese to fish and chips. Yeah. Right. And so mac and cheese is now a side, basically. Yes. But if you eat enough of it, it's a meal. But they have fish and chips. They have a lobster roll. They have they have a fish and shrimp combo. Yeah, where it's fried shrimp and fish. Or you could get fried shrimp and chicken nuggets. That sounds good. And then it's got corn on the cob, which you love, and french fries. And there's... It's kind of out of the way, so yeah. it, it, you can easily miss it. Yeah. When you go inside, there's multiple floors, and there's always yes. a ton of people in there. Yeah, a lot of people don't know there's an upstairs. But it's normally less busy than some of the other places, and it's definitely less busy than some of the popular quick service restaurants, yeah. and I think the quality isn't as good. Right. So like Casey's Cosmic Corner. Rays. 
it's going to be more busy, mm -hmm. but I would much rather eat at the Harbor House. Me too. Yeah, so that's interesting. Right. Okay. And then um, another one that's really popular, we haven't been to it since the changeover, is Pecos Bills. You know? Yeah. And they did bring back cheeseburgers. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. But they have a ton of toppings, so you can kind of make whatever you want. Well, and so they still have nachos and tacos, and I think they have a fajita or a burrito, one or the other. Yeah. Hey, guys, do you, what's the secret item there? The... It's something nachos. I forgot. Nachos Rio Grande. Is that what they call it? Rio Grande? Yeah, I think it, yeah. 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 It's huge. Yeah, and I think it's 80, 90 bucks. Yeah. And they bring out in a cart. Actually, yeah. I think you have to you have to go there at a certain time of day. It's like between 3 and 6. You have to tell a cast member, hey, I'm here for the Rio yeah, Grande nachos. Right. They'll take you to a special room where half of the workers that work there will wheel in They literally nachos. bring it out on a cart. Yeah, because they have to. <laughs> right. They say it serves 8. But if you've ever seen this thing, it serves probably closer oh to gosh. 30. Yeah. Eight <laughs> Why would elephants? they do that? What's that? Why would they serve that? Why would they serve what, buddy? The Rio Grande. Um, it's a gimmick. It, you know, marketing. It brings attention to the place. And it's something fun for people to do on vacation, you know? But right. Yeah, it's just something different. <laughs> And Mr. Often, Negative over there. Yeah, how often do you get cast members to take you to a private room to sing a, a, a song to you because they're bringing out your food? They're bringing out a big plate of nachos. <laughs> Ends up being nachos, but yeah, but they did um, they did bring back the cheeseburgers because I know a lot of people were upset because it became hard to find a cheeseburger yeah. in Magic Kingdom. I know. And with all those toppings, I mean, they have salsa and banana peppers right. and jalapenos. Yeah, so now you can make a, a nacho burger, probably. Oh, there you go. Did they have cheeseburger nachos? Like nachos with cheeseburgers? Well, well, that would just be beef, right? You just yeah. get beef nachos. And then... <laughs> well, what do they do? Like, oh, wait, no. Okay, never mind. What you, you know, order is pretty basic, and then you, you add to it. Yeah, okay. and, and one of the things is we talk about all the restaurants at Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom is not known for its food. Um, you don't go there because you're a foodie. You eat to sustain. So, right. um, and they actually misuse a lot of the space. Um, there's there's a place called Tomorrowland Terrace. If you're walking down Main Street, you take, take a, right, a right, right in front of the plaza, and you start walking towards Tomorrowland. Yeah, land. Land. and it's covered, and there's restaurants. Yeah, it's covered, there. and sometimes they've had sushi in there. I know they had like chicken. Yeah, they barbecue. had like Chinese food. They've had Chinese in there, but it's almost never open. Yeah. And even when it is, it's almost never utilized. It's a great space. Yeah. It's got tons of seating. So I would think one of the projects that Disney's going to have to conquer soon is what to do with that space. Yeah. Either make it a a a restaurant that you can sit in right or make it a, a really great quick service that's worth going to you know i don't think they're really concerned about it right now because they use that seating space for the dessert party yeah and did you see the announcement about after. now they have a party after the fireworks yeah and i heard there's going to be more savory items too it's not just going to be desserts yeah so they they have uh special events for the fireworks yeah um it, what is it called it's the it's dessert a fireworks dessert party yep um, and so you got entrance into the special staging area where they had all a buffet basically of desserts and these are pretty high-end desserts as, right. as, as high-end as you can get with sweets all you can eat and it's all you can eat 
And then you had a great viewing for the fireworks. And they had two of these every night. Yeah. So what they're doing now, what they announced um, just in the last week, is that they're going to have a third show or a third party. Party, which is you watch the fireworks, but then you have the desserts after the final fireworks of the night. So we like to stay at Bay Lake Towers or the Contemporary when we can. So this would be perfect for us because you get to watch the fireworks and turn around, have your desserts and just walk back to your room. You don't have to worry about long lines or waiting for the bus because it wouldn't be hard to get out of the park after that. But the lines are still going to be queued up. Yeah, that's what I was going to say because it would probably be a good use of time instead of just waiting in line after line to get out of the park and for the bus. You'd be eating desserts, but when you get out, is it still going to be line after line? Yes, because anyone that's ever tried to take a bus from Magic Kingdom after the final fireworks show understands how long you're gonna how long you're gonna be waiting. So we've seen people fight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hopefully you you can surround yourself with enough good people that are having a good time, right. and staying positive. But you know, I think back to some of our first trips, and as soon as you get out of the park, all that stimulation is gone. If you have young kids, two, three, four, five year olds, you're gonna hold them yeah, in that line, like and they're asleep. out. Yep. They're out. They're going to be asleep, or if they're in their strollers, they're out. Yeah. So there's no stimulation around there except. You know, people complaining about how long it takes for the buses to show up. Exactly. Um, so they're going to be out. So if you're a parent with a small child, you're going to get a good workout. And you're pooped, you know? You, oh, yeah. You just yeah, left all that stimulation, too, and all of a sudden you hit that wall. Yeah. You're ready for bed. All right, let's talk about snacks. Um, mm. Alan, why don't you get us started? Because there is one place in the new Fantasyland that has about as many snacks as one boy could want. So, I really like Gaston's Tavern in the New Fantasyland. So do I. I mainly like the LeFou's Brew and the cinnamon roll, the giant c- cinnamon roll there. Yep. Um, LeFou's Brew, it's it's like it's frozen fun. apple juice yeah. with the mango cream on it. Yeah. Toasted marshmallow. Toasted marshmallow. So, it kind of tastes like an icier slushy, right? Yeah. And then the giant cinnamon roll is a giant cinnamon roll with a ton of frosting on it. And when you have them together, it just makes it even better. Yeah. Right. And when we say giant, the four of us eat it. Well, we... We get that and the chocolate croissant. We get two of them. We get two LeFou's We used to get two two LeFou's brew and two cinnamon rolls, but recently we've been getting two LeFou's brews, a cinnamon roll, and a chocolate croissant. Because our chocolate croissants are great, too. And I love them. But I think we're underselling the uh, LeFou's brew here, how fantastic it is. Oh, my gosh. It is amazing. The toasted marshmallow makes it for me. Yeah, so it's, you know, it's like an icy, and it's got the the foam on top. So where does the mango come in? It's right. That's the last thing they put on top. It's a little foam on top. Yeah. And they make that there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a mango passion fruit. You are correct. There you go. Yeah, so that's a really great uh, snack. Especially when it's hot. Yeah, I mean, and if you're on a regular meal plan, what do we only get one snack with the with, with the, the dining quick plus? No, not with the with the quick service. You get two, and with the deluxe, you get two. Yeah. But on um, our no, our yeah, plan, we each get one. Or did they change that because now you don't get dessert with quick <gasps> well, service? That's right. Okay, so you get two. Now I get two. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Right. We'll talk it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we know what we're doing. But um, so we get eight snacks a day. We can easily go to Gaston's Tavern when the park opens and burn up all of them. <laughs> yeah, because each one of those items is a snack. We could each get a LeFou's brew and we could 
Maybe we couldn't go through eight of them, but we could easily go through six. We could get four LeFou's brews, two cinnamon rolls, and a chocolate croissant. I, I think we could use seven of our eight. Yeah. We could, because it gets moments. to the bottom of that drink, and we're all, give me that. I want to sip. I want to sip before it's gone. So, Lisa, why don't you tell us about one of the newer items that they have over by the Mad Teacups? So, there's this little... Um, have you heard? <laughs> There's this little shop, it's called the Cheshire Cat Cafe, and they have these, it's called the Cheshire Cat Tail, and it's a chocolate Danish twist, so it's a long, thin Danish. Yeah, it's like they, a croissant or an eclair. It's a croissant-ish. Like, it's, it's, it's lighter. It's a lighter, lighter okay, fruit. That's, I'm, I'm patenting that. Okay. That's going to be the new thing. Sure so, it is. <laughs> and then it's drizzled with frosting, and it's pink and purple frosting. Sounds delicious. It does sound delicious. Speaking of purple, um, oh, yeah. so just this week uh -huh. at Magic Kingdom, they created a new snack item at Anti Gravities, which is the purple wall slushy. So of course, if you're a longtime Disney lover, you've you've heard people mention the purple wall, but it's yeah. a wall that is purple. Um, it's outside of it's next Carousel to the Tomorrowland Terrace. It's in between that and yeah. the laugh floor. Right, and so it's just a purple wall, and people infamously love to take their picture in mm -hmm. front of the purple wall. So now, this is as far as we could tell, this is the first iteration of the purple wall that they've introduced into the food space. Correct, because they had the magic band. I think I told you about that about a month ago. It was a limited edition, <laughs> which is just the purple magic band. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but this is the purple wall slushy they call it, and what I found interesting is that it's not grape flavored. You would That's think it's weird. grape flavored, yeah. But so it's a milk tea with tapioca boba. So basically, it's a bubble tea mm -hmm. um, yep. with the with the tapioca. You know, the tapio tapioca boba are purple. But they just started selling it this week, so I don't know if that means that they stopped selling the Millennial Pink Milkshake. Oh, that's right. Anti-gravities, but that would be terrible because that is a strawberry milkshake with cotton candy on top, and then some of the house-made Mickey Marshmallow. Sounds delicious. Yeah, that's kind of a great snack. I wonder what happens when you freeze cotton candy. Well, they don't. They put it on after. Right. So it's a milkshake. And then they put the cotton candy on and hand it to you. But the part that's sitting on the milkshake is going to be really cold. It's going to get wet. You so think it'll yeah, just it's, dissolve, it's, it's, yeah. not freeze? That's my guess. Like, I haven't been there this week. I know. We should try that. But if I could go, or if anyone's tried it, let us know. Yeah, you should go um, try it. The Purple Wall Slushy. All right, what are some of the other um, snacks? I know, Cameron, you love to get pretzels. Cream cheese pretzel. Yeah, the cream cheese pretzel. It's very unique. You can't really find it anywhere, and I love it because it brings back memories. Yeah. We used to get it all the time when I was young. Yeah, so these boys were very picky. Yeah, Cameron uh, very basically selective. ate bread and cheese. <laughs> yeah, um, they ate the corn dog nuggets from Casey's Corner. We actually didn't talk about Casey's Corner when we talked about the quick service. Right. But Casey's Corner is a very popular place. It is. Um, because of the, the ambiance of it. It is right on the corner. You can see the Magic Kingdom. They've got a little picnic area right outside, the, basically. The outdoor seating is great. And people love hot dogs. I mean, it's supposed to be, you know, America in the 1800s. What's more American than hot dogs? Um, we stopped eating the hot dogs when the buns became loaves of bread. Yeah. Um, but maybe they'll maybe they'll they'll figure that out. But 
Going back to Cameron when he was a little kid, he used to love the corn dog nuggets there. And that's actually a great snack. If we were doing a show yes. just about great snack value um, at Disney, yeah. at, at the Magic Kingdom, those corn dog bites are a snack on the meal plan. They're, you get about six to eight. They're a decent size nugget. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. definitely enough for a kid. And for a child. For yeah. a meal. I mean, you guys love those things. Yeah, and that was a good meal for the kids, yeah. even though it was just a snack on our uh, on our food plan. Yeah. Um, what else was I saying about Casey Cole? Oh, and they also have the plastic cheese, which mm -hmm. is always good to dip. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that that's basically what Cameron ate. But you love the pretzels with the cream cheese in there. Um, yes. There's also, obviously, the Mickey pretzels yes, please. Um, at, Just... at the Magic Kingdom, which are always great with a side of cheese. Mm -hmm. If you use a snack to get a pretzel, don't use a second snack to get a $1 bucket of cheese yeah you know i wouldn't use a snack credit unless it was over five you know under five over so $5. when we stay for a long time and we have a, enough <laughs> when we have say a week or more to use our snacks yeah we typically won't use our snacks on anything under five dollars yes correct and if it's food and wine we might even bump that up to 550 or 575 yeah because you can get some good stuff on yes food and wine with your there's credit. not a lot of great value um, with the snacks at, at Magic Kingdom. And one of the snacks I did want to talk about that apparently is no longer there is yep. my maple popcorn yeah. over in Frontierland. So apparently that's not available at the Magic Kingdom anymore. It's only available in Canada, yes, in the World Showcase, yep. in Epcot. Um, so that, that bums me out a little bit, but there's enough places to get popcorn, I guess. Not maple popcorn, though. I know. Yeah. So that doesn't you can make get me... Uh, caramel popcorn, that's pretty good. And then, of course, um, I don't think we've talked about Friars, Friars Nook, but they have loaded tots that count as a snack. Tachos. Ta is it tachos? Do yes, they call them tachos? That's what the Midwest calls them. Yeah. So they're loaded nachos, and I think they have a buffalo chicken version. and They also have fried Twinkies there. Oh. Yum. Yeah. And then the last <laughs> snack I want to bring up is right on Main Street. Um, it's at the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor. It's considered a breakfast item. It's only available till 11 a.m. Oh, yes. And it is, well, it's it's a fried donut. It's a it's a glazed donut sundae. So they put apple pie filling at the bottom, a warm glazed donut on top of that, a couple scoops of ice cream, toppings of your choice, um, sprinkles, whatever of your choice, a sauce of your choice, and whipped cream, and probably a cherry. And they call that breakfast, and it's a snack. It's only available till 11, and it's great for rope job. Breakfast, the most important meal of the day. Yeah. Yeah, why not start it out with a glazed donut? <laughs> yeah. That's how we that, roll. Why yeah. does it stop at 11? It's more like a Because it's a breakfast item. Then it's not breakfast anymore after yeah, 11. Yeah, so they trick you into eating dessert for breakfast. Yeah. Because they, they got to trick you, right? No. Uh, but That sets yeah, your sugar a, craving for the rest of the day. It's a breakfast item only. Um, I said I wasn't going to name anything else, but I just popped in my head was the um, cheeseburger egg rolls over oh, in Adventureland. Yes. They didn't have those last time we were there. Yeah, so it's hit it or might, miss. But might be seasonal. Hopefully, um, when we're there in October, we'll get some of the uh, cheeseburger egg rolls. If you see them, if you're walking by and you see them, uh, try them. They're yeah, really good. They we, are. We, we use mustard or ketchup, just like it's a regular cheeseburger to dip it in. And you know, it's amazing that we're all glossing over my favorite snack. 
Hey, we can't move on from snacks without talking about the pineapple float. Oh my gosh, Ooh. I can't believe we did. It's even so bring obvious that, up. that we didn't talk about, but my favorite snack by far, far and away, even better than LeFou's brew to me, is the Dole pineapple float. Yep. So it's a a Dole whip with pineapple juice yep. poured over the top to make it like a sundae. Um, they used to offer it in pineapple, vanilla, or orange. Now I think it's pineapple or vanilla mm -hmm. because or orange is its own product now. Yeah. So Sunshine Tree Tavern? Yeah, it's Sunshine Tree Terrace. Terrace. They used to have the citrus swirl, and then they switched it to an orange swirl, people and people freaked nuts. out, so now they have both. And I know on a prior podcast, I had mentioned that I thought the orange swirl was too dry and tart. Uh -huh. But I was thinking of the citrus swirl was too dry and tart. Okay. Which is why they changed it to the orange, which used to be, you could used to get it in the pineapple float. Right. Now you can get it by itself. Or you can get the citrus swirl. So, and the pineapple yeah. float is vegan. There's yeah. no dairy in it. It's basically Yeah, because it's sorbet. Mm -hmm. And sorbet is non-dairy. Right. So it's basically making ice cream out of juice. Yep. Well, and that's good to know. with pineapple right? juice over the top. It's also great for kids. It's great when it's hot out. Right. The pineapple float is da bomb. Da bomb. Yeah, I mean, it's it's my favorite. It might be my favorite food item besides a pizza at Vianopoli, Wagyu beef at Morimoto's, Yum. or the bangers and mash. It might be my fourth favorite food item at all of the reasons. Uh, at yeah, all I of can't the, believe um, we didn't mention it. And I want to say one more world. thing about snacks. Um, Starbucks. It's my favorite. It's my favorite thing to do when we go to any park. And they have Is great what? snacks too. Starbucks. Look at Starbucks. Yeah. Well, they you have go inside. Yeah. What do you get? I get cold brew. That's my favorite drink there, um, with just one pump of cinnamon dolce syrup. But they also have snacks. They have breakfast sandwiches if you're there in the morning. I don't think there's a lot of walk-up places in Magic Kingdom where you can get breakfast. No, but you can get a, you know, donut sundae. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> All the right. Best um, we're going to jump into talking about the rides now. So we kind of broke this up into thrill rides, casual rides, and then rides for young kids. So the thrill rides are really just the four mountains. So you're talking Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain. The boys like to put Seven Dwarfs Mine Train in and say that's a mountain ride. I, I say it's not, but we're going to lump them all in together because those are the big four thrill rides at Walt Disney World, and we're kind of split down the middle for, I'm sorry, at the Magic Kingdom, we're kind of split down the middle here on which of those attractions is our favorite. Yeah. So, Cameron, what's your favorite? My favorite is Space Mountain. And Alan, what's your favorite? Big Thunder Mountain. And Lisa, what's your favorite? Space Mountain. And my favorite is Big Thunder Mountain. So, who wants to talk about Space Mountain? I do. All right. So, it is very immersive. It feels like you're in space, and you launch to the space station, and you go through that little portal-like thing with the blue lights and everything. Yeah, where they That's, take your picture. Yeah. We like to do fun things, don't we? Yeah. When we take our picture. So yeah, it's a really <laughs> cool experience. Um, and, and, and Cameron and Lisa especially have gotten really good at, at making pictures. Yeah, we'll high-five or pretend like we're asleep. Yeah. The, I think I Alan did the first more. one where he was asleep or looked dead. One time Alan choked me. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah, it, it, I know you guys thought it was funny, but you see the picture and it looks terrible. It looks awful. <laughs> it was fun. So my favorite, my own favorite is Big Thunder Mountain. One of the reasons I love it is because it's outside and you can see things. Why do you love it, Alan? I like it because I'm a fan of large drops. 
Okay. And that has at least three large drops because it's got to go up. And you know, three I, they're times. not that large they're of not. drops, but they but, feel like yeah. large drops. So your your stomach kind of bombs out. Mm -hmm. And so here's a, a quick tip when you're going on these roller coasters at Walt Disney World. It doesn't necessarily um, affect Expedition Everest, but all of the other roller coasters or thrill rides, the further back you are, the faster it is. Right. So if you want it, a little slower experience, or if you have small kids that might get scared, sit near the front. You yes. may not want to sit in the front seat, um, but you may want to sit, you know, in the second or third row, because um, it will the, the coaster actually slows down. It does, because it has to wait for the rest of the coaster to catch to get, up, and it right. slows it down. So if you think about it going over a hill, as the front comes over the top of the hill and starts to go down, the back of the roller coaster is still going up. So you don't get into full speed until the tail end of yes. the roller coaster is at the top of the, the apex. But one ride that you don't want to sit in the front on is Splash Mountain. Because you get wet. Super you would get wet. More wet. Yeah. A lot more wet. Yeah, and the one we haven't talked about is Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And that's a great experience, and we love that ride, yeah. and I smile on that mm -hmm. ride because it's free-flowing, and the buckets Smooth, swing back and forth. Yeah. And there's, there's one drop that is probably my favorite drop at all of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. It's the last thing you do. Yeah. yeah. And then you, and then you pull into Snow White's cabin or whatever that is. Yeah, you're creeping in her window. <laughs> yeah. Um but that's a really fun ride. I mean, <clears throat> that's a good starter ride. That's like one step up from the Barnstormer. Yeah. It'll probably it's it's going to be, you know, I think Slinky Dog coaster will probably be somewhere in between Barnstormer and Seven Dwarfs, but it'll be closer to Seven Dwarfs. So that's kind of a, a good starter roller coaster. If your kid can go on um, Seven Dwarfs and enjoys it, then you could probably take them on Big Thunder. Right. Um, I wouldn't push it with Space Mountain until they're good with being in the dark. Um, but Yeah, because Space Mountain, especially as a child, you don't know what's coming next. Right. And kids don't like that. Yeah, so that's the darkest of the dark rides. You, you shouldn't be able to see much of anything. I noticed, you know, maybe 20 years there weren't even safety lights on. But now there's the, wherever there's a safety box, there's a little red light that's on letting people know that it's operating or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you can see some of the track. Right. Especially depending on how good your eyesight is. But you still don't know exactly when you're going to drop or go up or left right. or right. Right. And even as I ride it and ride it and ride it, I still don't know the exact route. So sometimes I'll be thinking it's going to go left and it'll go right. Yeah, That's because you know, we go on different tracks sometimes. Well, there's only two. Yeah. Right. But it's like you don't know if you're going left or right. Yeah. But don't tense up so much on that ride. Yeah, I mean, I will just mention this as, as, as a guy that's in his uh, late 40s, <laughs> mid to late 40s, um, definitely mid 40s. Definitely. Um, that ride hurts my back mm -hmm. more than any other ride. So I've figured out a way to get around that. So if you want to know, you know, just email us at Steamboat Mickey. <laughs> Tune in at 10 o'clock. <laughs> Steamboat Mickey Podcast at gmail.com. And I'll give you my secret to not throw out your back on Space Mountain. But um, I do love that ride. I do love that ride. But if you have a, a bad back or a sore back or if you're, um, if, if you think that's going to affect you at all, I would suggest stay off of Space yeah. Mountain. Because, again, you don't know where you're going. So you just get jerked in each direction yeah. because you're not, you can't prepare for it. So, again, I would go on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train 
if that doesn't hurt your back, I would try Big Thunder Mountain. If that mm -hmm. doesn't hurt, then I maybe you want to try Space Mountain. But if you're worried about it, don't do it. Because even people without back problems walk off that ride sometimes holding their backs. Yeah. And so. when you go on Big Thunder Mountain, sit in the seat next to someone you enjoy because they're going to be on your lap the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we figured that out too. Um, who needs to be on the, on the left and who needs to be on the right. Yeah. And, and basically it's the bigger person needs to be on the left. Yeah, because so. the other person's going to be right next to you. Yeah, because that's just one bucket seat. Yeah. Um, so right. you're going to slide from one side of the uh, cart. cart to the other. So if you have a small kid next to you, you're going to crush them if they're on your left. So put them on your right. All right, let's jump to casual rides, which is basically anything that's not a young kid's ride or an attraction. Um, so it's all the other rides, like, you know, Space Ranger Spin, Honda Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, um, rides like that. Cameron, do you have a favorite um, casual ride? I do, and that is Space Ranger Spin. Okay, that and that's like fun. a video game. Yes, and so it's very interactive because it. it's like a video game. Mm -hmm. It is different from all the other Disney rides. Like, there's nowhere, there's no other rides like that at Disney. Yeah. Do you want to give away the secret in that ride? Well, only you, only Dad has done it, so. Yeah, no, no, that'll come out. That'll be in the book. <laughs> There's a book? It's, it's hard to get to, um, and I don't want to give it away right away. Okay. Well, you haven't even really told us. Do you know exactly where it is? I think See, now, now, I have an now idea. Now you're getting the point. Now you're starting to figure it out. I have an idea. Okay. Alan, you also love the Buzz Lightyear Space yeah. Ranger Spin. Um, honey, you I know you have a favorite ride in this category. Why don't you um, tell us about it? Yep, I love the Haunted Mansion. Yes, you do. I've loved it since I was a kid. You just like the Doom. Doom buggies. Yeah, those are cool. And you always scare us on that ride, which is funny. There is an awesome <laughs> way to scare people on that ride. Do you remember that? It's about three quarters of the way through. Um, where... You're about to go to where the the woman's head is. Right, floating. Right yeah. before that, like your buggy has to turn around, uh -huh. and the buggy in front of you will turn so that you can actually grab the person's arm in front of you. <laughs> I would suggest knowing <laughs> these people. Yes. <laughs> but you can really scare the crap out of someone, and I've done it multiple times. Yes, you and you would think that my family would be onto me, but it still scares the crap out of them. Because right. you're just so focused on the ride. Yeah, like, it's like right. It's towards the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Alan's actually been my target. Yeah, um, for the, that was your first target. For the best ones ever. So, you know, he's on the right side of his buggy. I'm on the left side of my buggy right behind him. As the buggy starts to turn towards us, I just reach out and grab his arm. And... Uh, What's yeah. going on? <laughs> <laughs> so, but besides that, I know you still love the ride. I do. It's nostalgic. You know... The ghost used to sit in the car with you, which was the favorite Sometimes part of my ride. I think they sit on top now. No, it depends. Does it depends it? on which buggy you're in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because there was one last year with uh, with the ghost. And it was in the car. In between Cameron and I. Pointing okay. at you. Okay. Yeah. I love that part. Yeah. And, you know, I wish there was some part of that ride that just like scared you well there's one part in yeah the but they graveyard. always wait until yeah. so there is one yeah, part of the graveyard where well. a skull pops up or whatever but it, it doesn't pop up right in front of you right i think they do that on purpose they got well, then maybe once. you could work for the haunted because it is supposed to be a 
more of a kid's ride, you know. They don't want to scare you too much. Right. Right. Yeah, we were afraid to take our kids on mm-hmm. when they were little because yeah, you hear Haunted Mansion. But did. I would say, what, probably seven or eight is probably, seven, eight, nine is probably a safe age to go yeah. on that. Yeah. I wouldn't push it because it is dark. But it depends. Like, look at Colton. He right. He could have gone up. So depending on, on your four. child, if your child is good in the dark, then you could probably go on Haunted Mansion pretty quick because there isn't anything inherently scary about it except that it's dark. The whole theme is scary. It's all ghosts and... Yep. Yeah. Um, and there's another ride in this category, Pirates of the Caribbean, that we haven't talked about. That's a great ride that we all love. Um, that's a must-do ride. I mean, obviously, with the franchise, with Johnny right. Depp in the movies. So this is a... This is, uh, a full circle experience where Walt Disney himself designed Pirates of the Caribbean the ride yep. which became a movie which starred Johnny Depp and then in turn they took Johnny Depp's character and they placed him back inside the ride which so is cool I like a that full circle mm-hmm. of evolution there so um, that's obviously a must do and if you're a Pirates of the Caribbean fan you're going to want to spend time there you're going to want to do the 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 pirate adventure. Yeah, that looks awesome. But they just changed Pirates of the Caribbean. They took out the part where you sell the... Well, they changed one scene. Right. They took out the part where you sell the women. Yes. Yeah, and they, they there was something with the redhead. Instead. and they, they took that part out, which... I, If it's going to be historical, then it probably should stay in there. But it's right. also Disney World, so it's not a museum. So I, I get where they're coming I, from. Right. I get both sides. <laughs> um... And then there's the kid, the kids' rides, young kids' rides. So if you're listening and you're going to take your young kids, um, these would be considered probably, you know, newborns to five or six years old. Um, there's a lot of rides at Magic Kingdom. There's not a lot of rides at other parks for kids that age. But there is um, Under the Sea, The Journey of the Little Mermaid. There's the Dumbo ride, of course. The classics. It's a small world, Winnie the Pooh, the uh, carpets of Aladdin, which I have an affinity to that ride because that time we rode it and it was pouring down rain. I mean, there was probably a couple inches of water in our cart, our ride. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and we just kept going. Yeah, and we weren't going to let the rain stop us. But as soon as we got on the ride, it started downpouring. It was a lot worse than when we were waiting for the ride. Didn't we leave right after? I think so. Uh, Not right after, but we stuck around for a little bit. Yeah, other kids' rides, of course, Peter Pan. Um, You've got all of the stuff in in, in and around the Barnstormer. Um, You've got the Mad Teacups. Yeah. Tom Sawyer's Island. Tom Sawyer's Island is really fun. It's more like an attraction. Which we're about to get to. But but the Mad Teacups, Tomorrowland Speedway, um, the People Mover. There's a lot of things you can do with your kids. One thing to keep in mind with the Mad Teacups, and we probably talk about this every time we talk about the Mad Teacups, but you can spin them as fast as you want. So you don't have to spin at all. Right. But I will say, if you spin it just enough and take moving pictures, those are some of the best pictures you'll ever have. So take them like a selfie style, hold the picture up, have your kid next to you, spin it as fast as the kid will allow before they start screaming. The faster, the better. Right. And then take a selfie style picture because everything behind you will be blurred. Yeah. But your teacup and you and your child will be... Perfect focus. Yeah. So it's... It's it's, an awesome picture. It's a great picture. Um, 
so there's obviously a ton to do for kids. We're going to do an episode just on kids under seven mm-hmm. um, where we can talk about that. But just keep in mind that there's a ton of rides for kids. Let's jump into attractions. I know we all have the same favorite attraction, and it's a favorite that our family talks about a lot, which is Philhar Magic, yes. which is a 3D experience, a 3D movie with Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse. And it's it's just great. It's, it is it's, so great. I yeah, love so, the 3D effects. And- so you get Beauty, of the Be- Beauty and the Beast and Peter Pan and Lion King. Um, oh. Aladdin. Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. So Aladdin. all these, all these movies are integrated into the into the 3D movie. Yeah. And the 3D is better than anything you see at a movie theater right now. It is. It's awesome. Um, so it, it's really great. Some of the other attractions, and, and we could debate what's an attraction and what's not. We've talked about the people mover maybe be an attraction. Jungle Cruise, we I consider that an attraction. That was a big debate. That's a must do. That's that's uh, been there forever. Yes, don't Hopefully sit next get, to the engine. Don't sit next to the we engine, did that last especially time. if you don't have very good hearing. Yeah. Um, it is sometimes hard to hear. Um, I do have good hearing. The conductors. And, I hear words that the and if you get saying. a good guide, so the jokes are are pretty stale. Right? right, they've been and telling the same jokes. They don't make. They've been telling own. the same jokes for decades. But if you get the right guide, they'll add enough of a spin to it, and make it a really exactly. pleasurable experience. And if you're around good people that are having fun and laughing like we like to do, then it becomes contagious. So, you know, one of the things to keep in mind at Disney World is this: the, the energy that you have is contagious. So, is. if you want to block out the negativity and dance around and whistle. You can do it, and people are people probably around gonna, you will do it. They're probably going to join in. Yeah. Um, there's the Hall of Presidents, which we almost never go to. Um, there's the Laugh Floor, which is actually hilarious. And, <laughs> you were and that guy. Anyone that's been there enough has been there, that guy. But I have been that guy, and we still talk about it. So that's pretty cool. There aren't a lot of attractions where a family of four like us that's been to Disney World eight or nine times, however many times we've been now, um, talks about a single attraction the yeah. way we talk about the laugh floor because I was that guy. Um, there's the Carousel of Progress, which is 45 minutes, and I would suggest doing it if you're bored or really hot. Yeah, or need to take a nap. Yes, but it's something you it's really want to do. I mean, this is another thing that Walt Disney created himself um, for the World's Fair. Yeah. So if you're a Walt Disney fan, you're, you're going to want to try to carve out some time, but just think of doing it at times when the ride lines are the longest. Right. Or say from at noon, right around noon, between it's 11 really and 1, hot. when it's really hot and the sun is the, you know shining the brightest, um, go ride it. Yep. Go ride it. It's air conditioned. Do it at least once. And yeah. Um, there's the Tiki Birds. Um, I like that. Are there that. any other attractions that I'm not thinking about right now? Country Bear Jamboree. Country, yeah. Country Bear Jamboree. I don't like that. Not a fan of that one. <laughs> But it's yeah. risque. Okay. Um, so we're going to start to wrap this up now. So um, this next section, we're going to do tips and secrets. Okay. And our first, we're going to start with the boys. And Cameron, I know you have two secrets. Yes, I do. Why don't you give us secret number one? So secret number one. So you know that Frontierland is supposed to be old timey? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's why 1800s. the bricks down the middle are brown. But we'll get into that some other time. Yes. <gasps> disgusting <laughs> <laughs> so there are a bunch of houses in frontierland google it 
<laughs> yeah. There are a bunch of houses in Frontierland, and they all have a two-digit number on them. And if you put an 18 before that two-digit number, so like if it's 12, then it's say 1812. That is the year that that house is supposed to reference and is supposed to be built in. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know that. Do you know how, I wonder how far the numbers are spaced out if we're looking at different um, decades or if it's just like a slow progression. But that's oh, something I'm right. definitely going to check out the next uh, yeah. time I'm there. Me that's too. a great secret. We'll have to look at that. Alan, what's your secret? So, my secret is on the Journey Under the Sea Little Mermaid ride. And it's on a specific day at a specific time. What's the day and time? Um, it's November 18th, which is Mickey's birthday. Okay. It's around like 12 o'clock, I want to say. It's noon? Yeah. Um, so, in a certain part of the line, I don't know which part. Yeah. But the lights, like the light from the sun, like shines through the rocks and it would make a Mickey face. A hidden Mickey? Hit, not like his face, but like his head. Yeah, so yeah, I hit Mickey, Mickey, so the three circles, but it's probably yeah. perfect. Yeah. It probably looks like a perfect Mickey. Yeah, I've seen pictures at the right of it. Time. It's yeah. Perfect. So, one of the things we like to do, and this is another thing you can do with kids, um, especially if you don't want to spend a lot of time in lines, if the ride lines are too long, or if you have kids that don't want to go on some of the bigger attractions, is you can get the book of, of Hidden Mickeys mm -hmm. and they sell it right in the park, or you can get it on Amazon. They now have it on an app. Mm -hmm. um, and what the Imagineers have done is they have hidden images of Mickey throughout the rides and the lands and the resorts and Disney Springs and the yes. monorails and anywhere you can think of. It's awesome. Um, and so you can get this book and try to find these hidden Mickeys throughout the parks and you get points. So whoever finds it gets one, two, three, four, or five points. So what Alan is saying is on November 18th, which is Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse's birthday at noon, at the Little Mermaid ride, which is called Under the, Under the Sea, sea. <laughs> Journey of the Little Mermaid. Um, at noon, the sun shines through and there's a hidden Mickey. And how many points is that hidden Mickey worth? Ten points. Ten which points. Is the, the maximum. Highest. Yeah. Second highest is five points. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, and people might think you're a little crazy because we were running yeah, around I Japan. Imagine we could not find yeah, the, uh, some of the, the hidden Mickeys. Yeah. Yep. All right, Cameron, what's your second and final secret? So in Magic Kingdom, if you've ever been to Magic Kingdom, you should know that there is a carousel. Yes. There was one specific horse that has a golden ribbon around its neck, and that is Cinderella's Royal Stallion. Ooh. Ooh. I wonder if people purposefully try to sit on I'm that I'm sure horse. they do. Now that I know that, you, that that exists. It's a good picture. Right. Who wouldn't want that picture? That's right. Oh, that's a great one. If anyone has a picture of them on that horse, post it to Instagram. Yeah, or Facebook or, or Twitter. Or Facebook or Twitter. I'd love to see it. Yeah, we're Steamboat Mickey Podcast at all of those platforms. Mm -hmm. All right, so now um, Lisa and I are going to give you a few tips. Yes. Honey, you want to go first? Sure. So my tip is when you go to the Magic Kingdom in the morning and you want to get on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train right away, because, um, you know, you can go on that ride and then make fast passes for everything else. But if you get a reservation in a restaurant before the park opens, then you can go to the restaurant, say your reservation is at 8 o'clock and the park opens at 9. You would go at 8, eat, and then you'd be right there when they open the park, when they drop the ropes. And then you'd just be able to walk right over to the ride and then you can... Are there any other places that are open early? Crystal Palace. 
That's probably uh, it. Uh, probably Cinderella's because that's uh, a buffet for breakfast as okay. well. Yeah, I mean, part of that was, you know, a big part of my tip. Sorry, I rained on your parade. Which is, you know, what I would say to people is go to Rope Drop at the Magic Kingdom. And once that Rope Drop happens, get over to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train as fast as you can. Because that ride is going to fill up the fastest. So you can, if you walk at a brisk rate, don't run anyone over. Don't push any strollers out of the way. Um, you can get over there pretty quick where you're almost walking up to the, to the ride. Or you may have to wait you know, five or 10 minutes to get on the ride. I would suggest do that. Once we get off that ride, then we'll go over to Splash Mountain or Big Thunder Mountain. Typically for us, it's Big Thunder Mountain. And then you can ride the other one if you want, or you can walk over to Space Mountain, or you can each actually take the railroad um, all the way across to yeah. Space Mountain. Yeah. And within an hour, you will have ridden the three um, rides that have the longest wait times Correct. at the Magic Kingdom. So we'll get there at Rope Drop, Seven Dwarfs, Big Thunder, Space Mountain, and then we'll make our reservations for Be Our Guests at 10.30 or 10.45. Yeah. 11 o'clock is the latest you can make a breakfast reservation. Right. So we'll make it for 10.30 or 10.45. We'll go to breakfast, eat at our favorite quick service restaurant. And what that does is that allows you to not use your fast passes yet. So now you still have three fast passes left for the day. And you can use those at another park. Yep. You can use those for the same rides. Or you can use those for rides that you might not think you need a fast pass for, but you do. Like Peter Pan, uh, Winnie the Pooh. Right, Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. I mean, I, if you have kids, you know, one of the things you could do is go on these rides with the swap out tickets or whatever. Yep, the ride You and swap. your partner. Mm-hmm. Do the rider swap. You can go on the bigger attractions and then save your fast passes for Peter Pan and Jungle Cruise, especially. Yep. If you want to go on those rides, I suggest getting uh, a fast pass because the value isn't there. Your bang for your buck isn't there. If you wait for an hour and a half to get on Expedition Everest, you're not going to feel cheated no. when you get off. No. If you spend an hour and a half and you go on the Jungle Cruise and you're sitting next to the engine and you don't hear your skipper, your skipper. You're, you're not going to feel yeah, like that was be time well spent. Yes. So um, you can definitely hit all of the mountain rides early in the morning, then go to breakfast, then use your fast passes somewhere else if you want to use them at Animal we Kingdom don't. or Epcot. <laughs> we use them for those same three rides. Yeah. Um, but that's a way that before, say, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, we've ridden our three favorite thrill rides at the Magic Kingdom twice. Twice, yep. Yep, and then that's a good time to go back to the pool or, or, or do whatever we want. So. And when we say rope drop, if the park opens at 9, you want to get there at about 8.30. Yep. Because people are starting to line up before then. I mean, you're already going to be a little ways back from that rope. So. Yeah, and you want to stand with a wide stance because people are going to try to push you over. Yeah, people get really... <laughs> ornery you, and, and there. you don't have to people aren't going to actually push you but they're going no. to start invading your space and they're right. going to start creeping into the little crevices between you and your family any gaps that you allow <laughs> in front of you will be filled yeah um there was also another tip that you wanted to give about the parades oh yeah so a good time to go on rides is during the parades there's two parades during the day there's one in the afternoon and one in there's the two parades at night yep and then the first one is the one that most people go to. So, go to the parade. Right. 
And then, so that is a perfect time to go on rides because every, and you know, if there was, say the parade started at three, people are going to start lining up for that parade at two, two thirty. Right, but we're talking about the night seats. parades. We're not talking about the daytime parades. Right. There's only one afternoon parade. There's right. two nighttime parades. And more people go to the first the parade. first one? Okay. So you want to go on the rides while the first parade is going on. And then all the people that watch the parade, the first parade, they'll go on the rides during the second parade. Right. So you want to do the opposite yeah, of what everyone else is doing. Yeah, because we can usually get a good spot for that second Absolutely. parade. Absolutely. Like for the second, for the last parade of the night or the late afternoon or whenever it is that day, you can typically walk up if you're in Frontierland or Adventure or on that outskirts of Adventureland by Splash Mountain. You can just walk right up to the edge of the parade and watch the parade. So mm -hmm. that's a really great tip. Yes. Is ride the rides, the busy rides. You can even get on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train sometimes in less than a half hour right. when that first parade starts. Mm -hmm. um, so rides during the first parade, parade for the second parade, yep. and then. Hopefully, you can even catch fireworks and then maybe some desserts after. That's right. You know, okay. a couple of times we've stopped right there at Sleepy Hollow to watch the parade. Oh, yeah. And then you can get your chicken and waffle sandwich. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and if it's a special parade, like uh, Boo the you Boo to You Parade, My favorite. Um, the Headless Horseman will come right through there. Yeah. They'll come walking, trotting through there now. But, um, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's our episode about Magic Kingdom. What do you guys think? I think it's good. Yeah. yeah? Do you yeah. like the Magic Kingdom? Is that your favorite park? It is my favorite park. It's my favorite park. Is it? It has is it yours? the most rides. No, it's not mine. Our, mine is next. Epcot. So That's our right. next um, park episode will be will focus on Epcot. Mm -hmm. And you know, I really struggle now because between Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Animal Kingdom, I mean, they're getting close. Which is crazy because Animal Kingdom was never one of our we went one time in 12 days you know it yeah. wasn't a part that we gave much consideration. honestly when we had young kids if you have a nice zoo around you it's kind of what it right. seemed like because yeah. you'd take the paths and you'd see a tiger behind the glass mm -hmm. or you'd go on the safari which is really cool but most of those animals you could see at the milwaukee county zoo for instance exactly so um yeah i understand there's a lot more to do there than just look at animals but that was always kind of our sense is that Man, this is a glorified zoo, and now this is a real theme park. Yeah, and it used to close at 5 o'clock, and now it's open later yeah. because of all of the stuff they've added. I can't wait to see Avatar. They're going to have to wait, Pandora. though, to hear that one, because I think that'll be part four of our series. I think we're doing Hollywood Studios yep, in between that cut. Yep. Okay, well, thank you again for listening to episode three, The Magic Kingdom. Um, please subscribe. It's Steamboat Mickey, Steamboat Mickey Podcast. Um, please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and tune in. It does matter if you rate us it does. It and, and review us. And it, if you want to give constructive feedback, we're always listening to listening to it and trying to work on it because this is new to us. Um, this is episode three, but really it's our fourth episode that we recorded. Um, so we're looking for all the feedback we can we can get. You can find Steamboat Mickey Podcast at Twitter. Instagram, Instagram or Facebook. You yep. can find us on all of those. The podcasts are available, obviously, on Stitcher, iTunes, Apple, Is uh, it on TuneIn. Google Play yet? Or are you still working on I, that? I believe it's on Google Play, um, but don't quote me on that. Um, you can email us at steamboatmickeypodcast at gmail.com. 
We're using that email address while our website is under construction. Our website will be www.steamboatmickey.com. You're just gonna find a hosting page if you go there now. Mm -hmm. But that's under construction. That's something we hope to have up uh, sometime in the summer. So thanks again for listening. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Episode three, The Magic Kingdom. Why don't you let uh, Mickey will whistle us out of here? We're gonna go listen to Cameron play the cello.